BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, it's Todd. I know someone out there is doing an impersonation of me doing this. I heard you guys call each other and go, hey, it's Todd. I know. Hey, guess what? Don't forget Comedy Bang Bang Friday, 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central, IFC. House Band Reggie Watts. Scott Ackerman's the host. Guests like Amy Poehler, Zach Galifianakis, or Seth Rogen. Everything about this show sounds great. So you know what? Watch it. Hey, it's Todd. <laughs> um, this week, we talk about it in the show, but we did the show for the first time on our own. You know, we we were on the road. We bought. Well, you'll hear us talk about it. Be gentle. Be gentle. All right. Um, enjoy the show. Bye. You're great. Maybe I'll do the whole show like this one day. Just soft spoken. Okay. Called the Whisper Show. It's the Whisper Hour with Todd Glass. All he does is whisper. It's actually a good idea. I like it. All right. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. <laughs> Live from Lake Tahoe, Nevada. From high top hotel that's right, in a brand new remodeled suite with a flat screen, motherfucker. <laughs> You're listening to Todd Glass, the Todd Glass Show. That's right. That's right, a different opener this week. This isn't going to be the normal opener, but... Everything's different this week. Everything's different, so let me... That's right. So anyway, um, before we get started, in all seriousness... You have no idea, the listeners have no idea what's going on. Not only... Is Todd working the soundboard and is in charge of notes where there's no one here? Yeah, let's let's um explain to everybody. This is the first time we've done this, which isn't normally a big deal, but like we don't usually do the technical end of it. So we have one of these new um 
Voice recorders. Voice recorders. And I have the computer here with a little portable plug-in speaker. So first we thought, today, I said, oh, we'll just do it with no music. And then 10 minutes ago, I'm like, do you have a portable speaker? You know, because, <laughs> you know, there's no crime in rolling in something. That's Bobby Miyamoto's mom. I'm not even kidding. No, I'm being serious. No, I said it before. I'll say it again. Song is okay. Anyway, but so we we uh, we're doing a gig up here. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the problem with you running the soundboard now. This is my uncle. I, when I bring people over to my house, I swear to you, I used to tell them this was... And they go, that's your uncle? I go, yeah, my uncle was Perry Como. I, I don't expect you to believe me. Nobody else does. This was one of his best songs. He used to sing it every Christmas, and we'd all... It was embarrassing. All right. So, yeah, there is a problem with me running the soundboard because I have way too much uh, control here. So, anyway, we, we were a little bit... Um, I guess nervous, you know. Apprehensive about doing it. Yeah, no Katie, no Chris, no Mikey. Mikey LaRue. No, uh, uh, no microphones sticking in our face. No uh, yeah. quarter million dollar cars downstairs. <laughs> and also, by the way, speaking of Mikey LaRue, he put a music video up that we all did last week. It is up. So go to YouTube and it's... Uh, there's a kind of hush. Oh, that's what made me think of it. The kind of hush. And we all did like a music video. It's so corny and cheesy and it was so much fun. So so we're here. I feel, you know, I feel pretty good now. You know, we got this. We didn't even know how to use this recorder earlier on. But now I think Daniel's got it worked out. Uh, I pressed the red button. Let's yeah. see what happens. It's, it's <laughs> blinking. <laughs> if somebody walked in right now, it doesn't look like we're doing very well. We're hunched over a table. Yeah. <laughs> talking well, into a voice recorder. It looks like, what are they doing? Um. Um, so anyway, um, and we went to this. So, so we had a good time. We we took a little road trip. What we did was we had we did a show on Tuesday night at the Throck Throckmorton Theater in San Francisco, in Mill Valley, California. It's just a really cool little town, and Mark Pitta. Uh, you know, is in charge. It puts it together all yeah, the time, very and uh, comedian. And he, uh, it's just fun. It's fun hanging out with Mark after the show, and it was a fun night. Robin Williams came by, not to perform, uh, just to uh, to just hang to out. Hang. That was the coolest part of it. Is that Robin Williams came by to hang out? The way I see my friends who just will come by and want to hang out at a comedy club. Yeah, it was. It, was I, I I don't want to come off like you know. It, it to me was interesting about it was. He uh, was very uh, gracious with uh, uh, laughter. Uh, laughter, yes. Like he, he wasn't like just holding court. And then he would, and then he'd listen to a story. Yeah, and he'd appreciate it. Yeah, and it was cool to see someone. No matter how long you've been in the business, uh, you just still crave being around other comics because it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. You know, he was outside doing bits. That, that was the weird. I look outside like, and I see Daniel doing bits, <laughs> and I'm like, that's got to be fun. And then Daniel asked him, you know what, Dan, out of nowhere, it was so embarrassing. I walked outside, and, you know, all of a sudden I hear Daniel, and he's just like, uh, you know. Robin, I know you've been around for a long time. Did you ever have a chance to audition or <laughs> for the Golden Girls? I mean, oh, my, that must have been so much fun. <laughs> okay. Um, well, he told me he fucked Estelle Getty. 
<laughs> what if I walked in and I heard that? Yeah. Oh, you, you know I fucked Estelle Getty. You did? Yo. Um, that was my worst impersonation of Robin Williams. Or should I say Robin? Anyway, um, that, that was that was very cool. That was a fun night. And uh, then we went out with Mark afterwards. And uh, we just basically smoked a little pot and we say, Mark, go. <laughs> yeah, so Mark told some unbelievable show business stories. Yeah, there are, there are, you know, any, Daniel craves any story. And I do too. Uh, it just could be a little morsel of something, but it's any any story like... Uh, Jay Lano, like the Jay Lano story? Yeah, you know, and I, I don't know if all the listeners know this, but early on in your career, you sometimes stayed at a condo. And um, comedy club in a city would own an apartment. It would be cheaper for them to own an apartment than to pay a hotel. Yeah, every weekend. and they put like every old towel. Well, you probably know it's like every old piece of crap that the owner of the club had. Some of the imp- some of the condos were actually okay, but that very very rare. And a lot of the time, all three comedians yeah. will stay in the same condo for the whole week. And he was saying about Jay Leno uh, walked by a comedian who was in the kitchen eating at the table. Three comedians. Jay was just one of them. And he was eating a Cheerios with a scoop of ice cream in the middle. He goes, like during the day. First time on the road? Because <laughs> that's what you do. You just can do anything you want. And you're a full-grown adult. But I remember the first time I got my drive When I got my driver's license, it's so weird that this is what I did. And it's not like I planned it. But I just remember being out in the car thinking, I could do whatever I fucking want. Like, you know, like if I'm, I'll give you an example. I'm going to tell you what I did. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal, not not like anything major. But if I asked my mom or dad to do it a week before I got my license, mm-hmm. hey, can we go get some Hostess cupcakes and a can of whipped cream, <laughs> and I'll put it on each Hostess cupcake? I every bite I took, I put and I ate four Hostess cupcakes. I just thought I was out. I go, yeah, I want to do that. I'm going to drive over there and do that thing. I went to the supermarket. I got some Hostess, and then I sat in the car and. And did that. So anyway, there, there's that. Oh, that's kind of sad. Um, no, it was actually okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. So, so this now is two, this is two weeks ago, by the way. Yeah, this was, <laughs> that's when I first got my license. I was really scared I wouldn't be able to get my drive. You know what it's like? Why, you were already pulling people over in high school. Yeah, but I had my license, of course. But you know, you know what it's like to be like. I didn't do very well in school. Now, in hindsight, I get it. It all had to do with the dyslexia. Like, yeah. you know, people say dyslexia affects your reading and your math. But if I'm correct, it affects everything. Because if you can't read and then you don't have attention span. And once your attention span shot the shit, that's what I always say to people. I don't, if you want to call it dyslexia, whatever, from not being able to understand stuff a lot, my attention span is shot to shit. Now, the average person goes, eh, everybody's is. You got to listen. You got to pay attention. Mine's ten times worse. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been friends with you for a long time now. Yeah. You're, you, you have severe ADD and dyslexia. And what's amazing and commandable is that... Commendable? Yeah, I think that's the word. You said commandable. Com, uh, well, what's the word? Commendable. Commendable. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Commandable would be like the military troops. Oh, commendable. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if it meant that, but... It's funny that I was just going to uh, compliment you on how far you've come with your dyslexia, and then you're correcting my language? Oh, yeah. 99% of the time... It's the other go, way around. But I was going to say, without any medication, mm-hmm. you willed your way through a lot of it. And yeah, very, if, if, uh, I don't do Not well. that I'm against medication. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying you, uh, in your case... Yeah, no, some people... You, that's why, you know, it, as much as I'm opinionated, I, I don't... Uh, you know, I, I try not to make... I probably do. I'm worried someone's going to catch me in, in something. But I think genuinely I try not to say things like... 
like you just even you, echoing what you just did. Like, that's why I'm against medication. Hey, look, if you don't have to be on medication, I get it. Some people need to be on medication. Need to be on medication. So I think it's important while people go, oh, the whole world's over-medicated. Yes, I would not deny that there are people out there that probably maybe don't it's need to be. The fact that we have a CVS or a Walgreens or a Rite Aid in every corner yeah. is probably not a good sign. But the point is there's a lot of people that are on medication that need it. Correct. People that are bipolar that I know. I know some one person that's bipolar, for instance, and they're just a completely different person, and they tried to get off of it. They go, they got on it, and they said, let me do it without being on it, and I'll do this, and I'll do that. They need to be on it. But anyway, But that's, that's why any extreme is bad. Like, that's why, like, even now you hear with, you know, oh, they say Obama's cracking down on all the dispensaries in L.A. Well, I don't want to be on that side of it, too. Like, I, you know, I smoke pot. I, I like the fact that pot is legal to a certain extent in certain states and California. But if you live in L.A., if you've ever been to L.A., there are pot stores on every corner. Now, are you telling me that that's how many sick people live in L.A.? Well, I think, you know, it, like, but you know what, but I'm sure you'll agree with me. It's also it. people taking advantage of but, something. But you, you, I'm sure you'll agree with me. I, well, I don't know if I'm sure you'll agree with me. It's funny, the show has a different tone that we don't, you know, hold on here. I don't want to make people to think we're doing, you know, hold on. These pot dispensaries have got to go. Um, but I, you, you might agree with what I'm about to say. I could probably say that another ten times before I actually say it. Um, I don't. I think. I think the. It, this is just my guess. I think the government knows and doesn't care. I don't think that you know, like when they go, okay, we're going to open them up, but it's people that are sick or have cancer. I think that's their way of going. Well, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I think am I am I complete and I might be completely wrong, but yes, I think to a certain extent the government didn't know that. Look, people will take advantage of this. Well, yeah, but it's taking but, advantage of it under the law today. But it shouldn't be. They want to smoke pot. It's not like they're taking. It's the well, one. Did you know about this? That a couple of years ago, when there was another you know midterm election, and we had a ballot in California, a prop that would make pot completely legal. And obviously a lot of religious people, uh, not people, but a lot of religious organizations, and a lot of people were against it. And among the ones against it were owners of pot dispensaries. Because if pot became legal all across the board, pot dispensaries would cease to exist. Right. Well, there's always going to be that type of internal. So I'm not like on their side all the way just because I like to get high once in a while. Let's all be fair. Yeah. I hear anyway, you. that's the show. <laughs> hey, you know, you, when I told you, sorry, I'll tell you what, you know, when, the other day I, I told Daniel about I was upset about the show that was on five years ago, and he, he gave me nothing, and I was so passionate. Well, I just gave it right fucking back to you. <laughs> I swear to God I didn't do that genuinely. Sometimes I know what it's like you're fired up about something, and then I'm over here going, nothing. Right. But it's okay. That's why we do this. <laughs> that's what, Is like, that why we do that's this? That's exactly why we do this. <laughs> All right, so listen, let's get through some stuff. Let's rip through some yeah, stuff. Yeah, let's rip through some stuff. Some things didn't change just because yeah. we're in a hotel room. Todd's still holding yeah. 50 pieces of paper. <laughs> um, you know, we got we to do right, our stop stuff. Stop staring at the soundboard. No, don't tell me what I can figure do. out which clip. Of our president getting up and saying that it was all right for two women to marry or two men to marry. I tell you right now, I was disappointed bad. Uh, but I tell you right there, as sorry as you can get, the Bible's again it, God's again it, I'm again it, and if you he's going to get it, oh, he's going to get it. All oh, our pastor wants to get it. Uh, he wants to get it. I had a way. I figured a way out. I'm bisexual. 
Excuse me, can you clarify? Is that for bisexuals? Build a great, big, large fence, 150 or 100 mile long. First smart. all the lesbians in there. First, first smart thing you said all night. <laughs> Do the same thing with the queers and the homosexuals. The now, queers and the homosexuals. I'm bisexual. Sir, you're not being clear enough. Feed them and... And you know what? Excuse me. Why, why, by the way, why, why feed them? You're already putting them in the fence. Well, in you a, can't be. a concentration camp. You can't be, you can't be cruel. <laughs> you you got to feed the queers and the homosexuals. You know what you feed them? You feed the queers, the homosexuals, and you feed the homosexuals, the queers. Sure. <laughs> That's what you got to do. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. All right, rip through some stuff. So I have some stuff to rip through, too. I would play this song for all the queers and homosexuals and lesbians while I fed them. <laughs> are there any right. queers or homosexuals here tonight? All right, so we got a letter from a 13-year-old. I love it. He said his dad bought him my CD. His name is... What's his name here? I can't uh, see it in the dark. Uh, his name Adam. is... Adam? Adam. Adam. Adam, you know who you are. I like it. You have any ideas for bits? Tell me. I want to stay connected with the youth of America. These people, the 25 and older, ugh, I could fucking, I need a young audience that's going to be with me for a long time. Okay? Adam. So there you go. There's that. I just wanted to give Adam a shout out. Um, guy, uh, Mark Hinckley? Sure. Um, he yes. has a funny idea. You know when we say we play something and we say it's the Jonas Brothers? That every time we do it, when we go, Daniel likes the Jonas Brothers, you go, uh, I do. I do. I do like <laughs> Daniel likes the Jonas Brothers. I do. Dan, and you just, I, I think that could be very funny. We'll do that like when we're back in the studio. I don't know why. we'll have Because it's better when we have like 20 people yelling it. And also it's better when we can have some a song queued up. Yeah. Josh, what's Josh's last name? Josh Trey. Josh Trey, that was a good idea. I don't I don't want to bore the audience with reading it right now, but we're that's a Rory bit and we are definitely gonna do it. Uh, so thank you for that email. And then here's the last thing as I throw these on the ground and I lean over to neaten them. <laughs> it's the worst thing about being like very crazy clean is that you, you know, like if I ever get mad enough, you, I don't do it anymore. I actually don't do it anymore. I would say 90, I've, I've rid myself of 98% of my temper where I 98. would. 98, wow, you really go that specific on it. Well, I always pull up weird well, numbers. I go 99 just being metaphorical and you want to give an example, but 98. That's not a thing. That's that, that, that thing. That's oh. the speaker. That's not the computer you're trying to play the clip. I on. had my finger on the speaker, moving it all over, and I couldn't find the the, the uh, what's it? What what are we looking for here? I think you're looking for the another boring fact. Yes. Like, How did you know what I was looking for? <laughs> you knew it. Another useless fact. <laughs> All right. So here's the last thing, and then we're gonna have a, it's gonna be a fun show. We're gonna it's gonna be a little different, but um, it's all gonna be good. I'm very I'm I'm, I'm taking it's charge. Good already. It's what? It's good already. It's good already. Well, your story with the, with the drugs was a little be to, to be desired. <laughs> I'm so glad when you laugh. Because there's always that second when I say it. Okay, so we're gonna do this, and let's talk about the people we saw at the buffet. Okay. After after this, remind me. Write it down. Buffet. Okay. Um, so we got... I'll make this really quick. <laughs> sure. Um, 
when I talked about, uh, you know, uh, if you quit doing drugs, if the, if the motivation is that you can look like a superhero, and I got a nice letter from Natalie, and uh, she said she's going through some stuff right now. But I didn't, I wasn't totally, I mean, I wasn't dishonest. I wasn't totally honest because I didn't want to say where I get my inspiration uh, or and empathy uh, is because of my nephew. And yeah, if my nephew never did drugs, that would have been the best thing. But in a twisted way, you'll know what I mean. He did. He went through some hard times. I talked to him on the phone today or yesterday. I said, Tyler, you know, I was talking about the podcast about what you went through, and I didn't mention your name because I don't know how much. He goes, no, I don't care. You know, because I don't care at all. You know, I guess once you're clean for two and a half years, you're sort of proud of it. And I do look at him like that. I know what it's like to quit doing something. I took me having a heart attack to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, fuck. And I'm not Putting a... Putting whipped cream on hostess. Yeah, yeah, well, that I still do. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, because it's hard. You know, you don't, you're, I'm not a moron, you know, but... I, I smoked, so I know what it's like. You know, I, I you know my theory on this. You sometimes you just luck out that you, the vice you get isn't as bad. Well, but that's, that's not the thing my. You said the other day about you know changing your past. You... Well, that that came from my nephew too. Somebody said you know it would be nice if you could change your past, but unfortunately your past is your past. And I was like, well, not to be Tony Robbins here, but maybe to be Tony Robbins or maybe Phil Donahue or whatever. Yeah, Robbins. I said you can change your past and it's you know you can and it's sort of all you got to do is how you live today then your past becomes tomorrow that today is your past. Right. My the nephew that, right. My nephew's past is that he hasn't done drugs in two and a half years and he was addicted to some pretty strong shit. But let me say this. So when I see my nephew, I hope he does hear this because he should know this. I look at him like I'm saying it comedically, but I'm also saying it seriously, like a superhero, because that's fucking hard to quit that shit. It's fucking hard. Two and a half years. That's a long time. You you know, I know it's still, I'm sure, a day by day thing. You take one day at a time. I would imagine for the rest of your life, you never say you're in the clear. But two and a half years. Fuck. So that's where that's where I got that. That's his past now. Yeah, that's where I got that from. When I said I, you know, I would imagine I'd look at people like a superhero. I was thinking of my nephew when I see him at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Now I'm like, fucking good for you, good for you. So there you go. Um, there we go. That goes on the floor. Um, oh, I was saying about not having a temper. Uh, yeah, I used to, you know, sometimes get upset. I'm a pretty even-tempered person. Yeah, I'm a pretty even-tempered person, but when I got upset, sometimes I would throw a phone or throw my cell phone. And it's, you know, it's short-term gratification, and it doesn't, it doesn't last that Very long. Very short-term. Very short-term, especially when you're clean. Like, if I broke a glass, I would immediately have to mm-hmm. bend over and start picking it up. I'm the same way. Like, if, you're at the ho- like if I was at the hotel room, like, and I would throw the hotel phone... I would regret it before the phone even hit the yeah. wall. <laughs> oh, those hotel phones. I used to take them and just... Because you can get a nice cling, cling. Oh, I would bang it six yeah. times. Go, shut up, just shut up. <laughs> you know, because I thought the person I was talking to was in that hotel like phone. You were, you were like hitting them in the head yeah. with the head. Shot, 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 You know, I, you know I, it's not that I think... I, all I ask from people is that I have Michigas for lack of a better word, in my life. Oy I have stuff. I have, uh-huh. you know, I try not to throw it on everybody. I love people that think, you know, because they're going through something, hey, save it for when it's important. Oh, people who just, who they are, just, just have this aura of drama. Yeah, it's like, oh, and they're always yeah. running yeah. and rushing. And, and you know what? By the way, the only way you learn something, I think, in these cases, let's say the person I'm thinking of in my head, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go. I, I've said this a lot. I sound like a broken record, but I'm applying it to this too, is to go, okay, I don't have to do that as much as that person. Do I do it where I could even ease up on it? Mm-hmm. 
Stop with the, oh, you know those people? Oh, I'm so busy. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, how are you doing? Oh, my God, I got to go do this thing. I got to go do it. It makes me want to go, fuck it. And I, I don't know why they're doing it. I, w- I, I would imagine there's a few reasons why they're doing it, so right. I'm not going to guess. But it's so like, all right, great, to stop. So it, it, it's, it feels very self-serving. And <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. But I'm I not saying s- it is. That's why I'm saying, when, to me, it feels. Yeah. And even if it's not, it's still annoying. So don't get caught up with, if, we're get, if you do it, someone listening might go, I think I do that. Um, it, 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 I, I can think of the girl that used to, she doesn't live upstairs anymore, so it's okay for me to say it. Every time I bumped in there, she was like, oh, she was running. And she was going, and I got to go, and I got to go. And I, and I go, you know what? It's just as easy to become. For mm-hmm. ten seconds, and then say, like, if I it might bump- even help you with some some of your scheduling problems, <laughs> right? If you just took the a only breath. person that should be allowed to act like that is the president. Like, and if I run into the president, it should be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Oh, I can't tell. I can't. Oh, and, understandable. And those people don't usually do that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but exactly. I, but, but what I was thinking with her, it's, I've been in that thing where you know. Uh, Somebody knocks, comes by the house once in a while. I know a few mm-hmm. people that live in my neighborhood where the phone rings and I pick it up, but I'm in the middle of 10 things, but I picked it up because who knows why. And I'll just say, hey, I, it, even if everything's chaotic around me, I go, hey, how you doing? Good, good, how you doing? Pretty good. I go, yeah, I just picked up because I didn't know, like, you know, whatever you say. Maybe I didn't know if it was something important, but right now I have like, yeah, like 50 stupid things going on. Nothing major. Can I call you back later? That took 15 seconds. The right. same amount of time it takes to go, oh, and I got this going on. Oh, yeah. and I, mean, I can't talk to you right now. Right. There's people over at my house. I got to run to tomorrow. I got to go, oh, yeah, 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 great. You're fucking busy. Get the <laughs> fuck away from me. The girl upstairs that used to live upstairs ahead of me, she always seemed like when she was running out of house, one of her heels was broke, too. <laughs> I know it wasn't, but in my head, she had this, this uh, walking on one broken heel, you know, just barely getting to the car. It, lo- it looks, I'm not saying that's what it is, but it looks like a cry for attention. I'm sorry, that was an accident. What did you say? I said it looks like another cry for attention. Yes. So anyway. I'm not saying it is. Yeah. Look at us. What are we too nervous? We're the worst. We're the worst talk radio people of the world. <laughs> we're not saying it is, so don't call. Don't. I don't want the phones to light up. Tell me, this wouldn't work like that. Dump that bitch or don't. I don't yeah. know her. Maybe you maybe know. Not. I don't. I'd have to hear from you're her. You're a pussy, or yeah. maybe you're not. I don't know. <laughs> Here you go. Were you talking about? Um, there you go. And now, back to more Tom. Tom! Tom! Ow! Who left the stove on? (laughs) (laughs) James... James does those so good. They're so like his his promos, and I love promos. But they were so like you go, wow, ah, stay with us, don't go anywhere. Everything's all gonna be all right. Perfect. You know, these are like real like bumpers. That, Your that, two. No, these are ones that James did. James. Adobian. Adobian. I always say his name wrong. But so so he sent us in a lot of these and they're just he God he gets it. They're just so good. Listen to this one. You're two to the top.
There we go. Okay. So let's get back to business here. So um, we went, we took a road. We went, now we're here in Lake Tahoe. We're doing shows at the Improv every night. One show a night. It's very easy. And uh, we went up to the buffet on the 18th floor. It's great. It's overlooking. The, uh, yeah, the lake is beautiful. Yeah. But whenever I'm at a buffet, I always want to say to everybody, you know, shut! Just all of you, shut up! Really? Why? Because we're at a buffet. Can't we quiet down and act civil? You felt like it was too loud? This is too loud, and people are. And, and by the way, maybe me too. Maybe mm-hmm. me too. But like, I just feel like people are prowling for food. Like, uh, uh, and they're, they're looking at it, and they're just like, they're, just, they're gluttonous. It buffets to me cheapen the experience of eating. It's it, it, there's too much of it, and none of it is good. Can I tell you why I like buffets? Why? Even though I just made fun of them, which yeah. I do, because sometimes when I want to eat, I want to eat now, and I love that the minute they sit you down. And by the way, how about people waiting in line? And by the way, it was a long line. A long line, and you know, when you work at the Improv here, they'll let you go ahead of the line. Um, but you could have just said they let us go ahead of the line. <laughs> Well, they, why would the they? Comedians. Why would they? No, we don't have to say that. They just know you're heading to a show, and they're because you're working here in the hotel. They're, they sort of. I'm always so insecure, even like about the littlest, you know, because like, God forbid somebody thinks that. Well, wait, hold on though. For what it's worth, if I told the audience listening, so we went to the buffet, there was a huge line, and they let us ahead of it. Why, why would they have let us ahead of? Why would they let us ahead of it? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, unless you know people. Not that it's a big deal. We shouldn't. You know, it's like that joke about the comedians. They they die in a car crash and they go up to heaven. And there's the, yeah. the, the gates, the pearly gates, and the, the whoever St. Peter, I don't know, whatever the thing is. And then there's a bunch of people in line, and they tell their story of why they should go to heaven. One's a doctor, and he tells a story about how he devoted so much of his time to being a doctor and say, and helping people, and he never lived above his means, so he never wasted any money. Another one's a teacher, and he lets them in. And then the two comedians come up, and they go, why should I let you in? Oh. Were the comedians? <laughs> hey, the, in the in the in when I started doing stand up, it was crazy. You would literally just walk to the movie theater and go, "Were the comedians?" Yeah, and they go, "Oh, go ahead in." Like they because I think the comedy club was so new in the community at that point, where everybody wanted to be like friends with the comedy club. Even this place, Lake Tahoe. I remember when I first did this gig, I had just you know I've been doing comedy a couple of years, and I just. I got it. And I would go to the movie theater. The, the, the host, the guy that runs the club, would tell us, just tell me you're the comics. And then I remember last time I came here was two years ago. And I was like, hey, we can still get free movies. He's like, nah, it's over. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, you know, we're the comics. Great, it's seven bucks or whatever it is. <laughs> anyway, hold on. So my... we go to the buffet. Yeah, we go to the buffet. last front of the line. Who? I just said, I, hey, look, and it's not like I get to head, get ahead of lines. I'm not acting like I'm super famous, you know. I, I, uh, it's nice when you reap the perks of something like that here. It just happened to do with because we were working at the improv. They didn't, mm-hmm. you know. But I wouldn't wait in a line to eat. <laughs> ever, ever. Now, what would that mean? That would mean I just wouldn't get to go there. I'm not implying I wouldn't wait in the line. Meaning, oh, I'd get ahead of it. No, I would just not be able to go in. And I saw people waiting in line to eat at that buffet. No, I would fucking rather go get a sandwich at a deli mm-hmm. and go eat it somewhere. Waiting in line for 30 minutes to sit down? No fucking way. No. I know a lot of people listening agree too. Same thing at a club. I always thought the same thing at a club. Even when I was twenty like twenty one, yeah, twenty twenty one, going out with my friends. Well, we were probably all friends for the same reason. But we, some people would go to. I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not waiting. I'd rather go to a dive bar." Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, obviously. Yes. Well, but waiting in line for thirty five minutes, people, like not a lot. A lot of people choose to do the others. I think people like us. Well, people listen. Our to listeners, the, yeah. go to well, dive bars I mean. and hang out with their friends. 
Hey, uh, you know, you you just talked a second ago about something about the about gates about you know the, oh, yeah, the, the hypothetical gates. gates, and it always makes me laugh. Again, I'm going to preface every time. I realized sometimes I think I state something on the show, so then I don't have to keep restating it. But what happens is some people that don't regularly listen, they spot listen, they hear this, and they don't know that I've gone out of my way to say um, that I because uh, 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 you know as far as people that believe in God and they you don't they, have a problem with people's faith. You have I, a problem with organized religion. Yes, what the, a lot of the mistakes they've yes. made. Okay, but I'm now if people go, yeah, Todd, we know that. Just in case, I want to put it. But we just thought it was funny today, and this is just so light. I, I think it's pretty light that like when people go, the gates, the vision of heaven that that most religious people have. There's gates. There's you know clouds, and there's a fence. Yeah, but, but if there's gates, there's got to be a fence. Yeah, well, that's so funny because to me, that's like. I'm surprised it's George Carlin, but it's so much that that's all vision of man because you would need gates to get into heaven because to keep all the riffraff out. <laughs> it's, it's such a projection of human experience yeah. onto like something that we think is so beyond our world, yeah. but there's still gates. Yeah, there's gates. Because with all the power God has, he can't have an invisible fence at least. <laughs> there's gates, there's a camera. Gates, there's, there's cameras. A, you punch in a code, yeah. they buzz you in. You yeah. know, no, no, you got, well, hey, if you got the gold streets, you can't just let the fucking riffraff be. You need gates. And there's a guy at the gate. There's a guy at the gate. You check, he, you make sure you're on the list. That's <laughs> so funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, are you done with all your papers? How about the, Mark told us last night that how, I don't know if this is true or not, but I totally, I'm okay with it. That Howie Mandel told people he couldn't do for the for some people that don't know he used to put a plastic glove over his face right to his nose and then blow up the whole big plastic glove and the word with was his he, nose yeah with his nose and the word was he didn't do it anymore because his doctor told him if he kept doing it it would majorly mess up his sinuses and be very very bad for him so he didn't have to do it we thought he probably had to just say that to the audiences because you know when audiences want a bit you do he couldn't have just said yeah I'm, I, you know I did it for twenty years it's just not something I want to do anymore no do it. Do it. Fucking do it. Fucking do it. And then he probably had to go, no, my doctor told me I could kill myself if I do it. And you could see the audience with their uh, two fists, you know, the fist of a kid that wants, no, I want you to do it. Well, I'll die. Well, all right then. Can you close with it? Can't you just close with it and do it till you pass out? Mm, No, I I don't. uh, All right. No, we did pay $57. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh. You know, it's hard to when you want to move past something and, you know, you don't want to do it. I mean, that's a good problem to have. You know who actually – oh, let me get something ready here because this will actually have to do with what we're talking about. I think I'm doing a good job on this soundboard. Um, Tom Wilson, uh, you know, uh, wanted to like – you know, because he get all those typical questions. And the first time I heard the song, I loved it because he just took every question that people asked him about Back to the Future. I love it now. He, he opens up his show, sings this song, puts the guitar down, done. Done. Doesn't have to deal with it. Tom you know? Wilson, you know, do people know? Should I say this? Uh, Tom Wilson played, well, you know, it's one of those things you have to say. Tom Wilson has worked consecutive, uh, uh, consistently. consistently his whole career and after and before. But, you know, hey, that's the thing that everybody knows. Which is, from. by the way, very commandable. <laughs> the Back to the Future where he played the, he Biff. played Biff, yes. So this is the song that he opens his show with. Walks out to the stage, you know, walks onto the stage, picks up the guitar, and he goes, this should get some things out of the way. When I'm flying in a plane or I'm on the street, there's a lot of things, people that I like to meet. They shake my head and never ask my name, and they start asking questions that are always the same. Hey, what's Michael J. Fox like? 
He's nice. What's Michael J. Fox like? Nice guy. What's Michael J. Fox like? He's an alien. Stop asking me the question. To the bar mitzvah of my nephew Josh Now I'm not Jewish but I like to not <laughs> Put on my yarmulke, started to pray When the rabbi leaned over and I heard him say Hey, was that real manure? <laughs> no it wasn't Was that real manure? No Was that real <laughs> no. It's a movie Stop asking me the question Can we take your picture? Come on, look mean you call my friend a butthead on his answering machine Hey, questions, questions, just fill my head I went to my doctor, my doctor said Hey, what does a key grip do? Set up lights What does the best boy do? Help the key grip What does a producer do? I don't know Stop asking me the question Do you all hang out together? No, we don't How's Crispin Glover? Never talk to him <laughs> To the future for not happening Stop asking me the question Hey, who's the nicest famous guy you know? Adam Sandler. Who is the biggest jerk? Gary Busey. How much money do you make more than you do? So stop asking me the question. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks for coming out. God bless. For somebody to, uh, for Tom to uh, say Gary Busey, you know he had to be the biggest pain in the ass because he has a pretty. Let me ask you, know, you something. I don't want to, you know, destroy, you know. I, I don't know if you really think this or not, but do you think he picked Gary Busey for that song because Gary Busey is like a safe person to make fun of? Or do you think he really thought Gary Busey was a dick to him at one point? Um, probably because he was a dick. You do? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, hold on one second. Uh, what, what else? What else? What else? Um, where else? Where else? Where else are we going? Uh, you okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, what else you got on the okay. paper? And by the way, so we're not fooling everyone. There might have been a glitch just there, just in case you heard it. I think you got away with it. Why did you have yeah, to blow up spot? Yeah, because in case you did. You're not going to be there when they're listening if something happens. Now I don't have to worry about it. Okay, fine. Jesus. What's your okay. Who's fucking running this ship? <laughs> um, it's more of a boat right now. <laughs> oh. um, so, uh, do you know who this is? You know who that is? Um, that, believe it or not, is um, that, believe it or not, is uh, Estelle Getty. That she was. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. That she started out as a uh, as a singer of theme songs, and uh, eventually, of course, she became a very well known actress, known primarily for the the Golden Girls, one of the greatest shows of all time. See how long you can go. <laughs> oh, you want me to keep going? Yeah. Well, see, what a lot of people know about this uh, is way. that she was a lot hipper than people realize. Like, she really took advantage of her fame. Like, did you know she was a huge cokehead? I know, not a lot of people know that. She was a giant cokehead, like, in the 80s. She did so much coke that she fucked up both her nostrils, and they had to hire a guy that would just blow coke in her asshole. <laughs> Shut up. And it had to be a guy because she like she you know she had like a weird. That's how big she. That's like. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny to think like at the height of their career? By the way, I want coke. By the way, that's a real story. Shut up. About a rock star. Oh, okay. 
that I that that I read in in, in some fucking thing. But I don't want to mention the name of the rock star because it could have been bullshit. But. <laughs> But I, she, I, I heard that she did so much show fucked up both her nostrils, so it had to be blown in her asshole. Yeah, we heard you say that before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, poor Estelle Getty. Um, <laughs> no, do you know? That's this? why she looked like that. You know, she was 32 when she was on the Golden Girls. She was still. <laughs> <laughs> because of all the coke in her asshole. Okay, listen, seriously, is, stop joking are around. We being like, no, no, we're, we're being really silly. Rude. It's fine. Okay. It's no. You know what this is like? It has nothing to do if, with reality. Yes, okay. like Estelle Getty, probably the sweetest person in the world. That's why it's funny. Okay. It's not funny if someone looks like they'd be a coke addict and a whore. <laughs> right. You know? Um, no, seriously, see if you can guess who this is. Okay. But while you're thinking about that, I love when people put videos online on YouTube. Like, first of all, put whatever you want. But it's funny. This guy's probably like, because I was, you know, whenever I I'm, I search it for weird shit for the show. And this guy felt it was necessary. He's like, he's in his boxer shorts. He looks like he's 65. And he's singing in his living room. And he's just like. Lady Kadama had a pair of vagina. He loves that airy vagina mm-hmm. joke. You know he does that. Yeah, you know, he thinks you wrote it, probably. <laughs> Lady Kadama had a pair of vagina, and she didn't care if the whole world knew. Joan of Arc with the Lord to guide her. She was a sister. <laughs> and he goes, you know what? I better put this online. Definitely. Yeah, he probably left work early that Friday. Hey, oh, so hey ask, me if, ask me if you want to go out. Hey, Todd, where are you, where are you going? No, don't call me Todd, even for this bit. <laughs> Change my name. Hey, Tim. Yeah, what's up, Eric? Hey, we're going out for karaoke for Katie's ah, birthday. You want to come? Shit, I wish I could. I got to do something at the house. Oh, uh, what are you having, a party or something? Uh, not having a party, just... You know, I got my wife wants me to fix up some odds and ends around the house. And that's wife, if, if it is a wife that I have. <laughs> Oh, and this, okay. Oh, by the way, let me move back to the mic. I'm not sure if this guy has a wife. He, yeah, he probably doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he might. But anyway, then he gets home that night. He's in the bathroom, and, uh, you know, he's like, okay, set the camera up. You should really know where the bailout button is. Uh, it's, it's on another thing. Oh, uh, so We're not be using We won't be using <laughs> Now we have to finish out. bits. <laughs> yeah, or we just sing it. I'll make you sing it. Where the bailout. Hold on. All right, I gotta get this posted on YouTube. All right, it's loading. Okay, so uh, there was one more thing you oh the uh, you wanted we wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, do you know who this is? I can't believe you don't know who this is. Sounds so familiar. Do you realize everybody listening to the show? Well, here's an interesting. I don't know if I'm right, but listen. Justin Bieber? No, come on. Then, then people think it's a dumb bit. Like you don't. Uh, you really think it's Justin Bieber? No, I don't. Okay, well, guess. I don't know why I'm getting so upset. No, but guess for real. Like, do you, do you want to ask five questions and try to do it? No. Come on. Okay, sure. Oh God. Is it hey, hey, female? Get, hey, between me and you, we have a show to do. Mm-hmm. Is it so female? You, you might want to say yes. Is it female? Come on, Daniel. It could be no, a young boy. Okay, listen. 
Okay, yeah, right, it's female. Do you like it? Do you like it? Yeah. Ah, it's the Jonas Brothers. I you like, like the Jonas Brothers. I do. You like the Jonas Brothers. I do. You like the Jonas Brothers. I do. Uh, it's the, um. No, I think listen, I know who no, it is. No, no, hold on. Listen one more time. Oh, go ahead. Who? Is it? Is it Oprah Winfrey? <laughs> listen, one. I do you do you do you really not know? I really don't know. Okay. Okay. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, it was Rosie O'Donnell. I don't think everybody knew that. She's a pretty thick accent. I think a lot of people... Hey, come on. <laughs> Do you think I should play the Family Guy one where he's sitting in front of the TV and he goes, Oh, Maud, wasn't that the show that had the longest opening in the world? And you keep waiting for them to go, and then there's Maud. But tell, you know what, folks? But you I apologize. basically the bit. <laughs> Well, you need to play it. We have so much shit. To yeah, get you're through. right. You're right. That's not worth it. Okay, everything's good. So, um, hold on, Pete. Uh, I have I have a couple of things left on my. Um, you do? Okay. Oh, I don't know. No, no, it's okay. Let me see. You asked, I thought you asked me a great question on the way up here, and I want to ask our listeners. And if they want to send in their answer, we'll see if a car wins. If it's a Kia, that won't be too no, you bad. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm giving Kia a break for a little while until they get back to me. But, okay. Uh, All right. Not a Kia. No, no. Kia's still great. I love. Kia. Uh, but you asked me a great question. If you had to take a car, right? This is a gift and a curse at the same time. It could be. So imagine whatever car you wanted. It's don't think about taxes, liability, insurance, how much gas would cost. Yes. None of that is a factor in this. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever this is. Hypothetical. Hypothetical. Uh, if you would have to drive this car for the rest of your life, that's your car forever. It'll work forever. Again, take all logic out of it. Which car, which American-made car would you take? Okay, I don't mean to tweak it a little, but okay. the only thing different in my scenario, and it doesn't really matter at all, you don't have to drive it the rest of your life. It's just going to be the car you have for a while. Okay, a while. Five years? <laughs> Yeah, five, five years. Five years, whatever. I know it didn't matter that it's much. It's a car you have to pull up to work. You That's have to the go, thing. You have to go on dates in that car. Yes. So the person you're trying to impress would have that car. And I don't mean impress like, oh, look, look at my fast. Like a person that you want them to think yes. that you're a sensible, and, smart human being who gets it. Right. And by the way, you might think, you know, we're oversetting this up, but I don't think we are. We're just trying to give you all the hints that we were thinking of. And you, but you, hey, at the, at the end of it, you make your own decision. Because you Hold said, on, me, I picked Ford GT. And then you said, do you really want to pull up to the improv in a Ford GT? It's, or, yeah, like, or it might be too much. Like if I might be able to appreciate an old Rolls Royce or an old Jaguar. You know, I might be able to look at it in the car showroom and really appreciate it. I just don't think I want to pull up to the improv in like, you know, or somewhere where I go a lot yeah. and my peers are there. They're hanging out and you pull up and uh, it might be a little too much. So the car I'm thinking of, I like it, but I wouldn't be, you know, it's funny you say embarrassed. You would think embarrassed because it's a, a shitty car. Mm-hmm. You could just be more embarrassed because it's too much. Mm-hmm. Unless you're that person that doesn't care. Well, then that's who you are. And you should know people make, make jokes about it. Yeah, there's some people probably listening all over the place. Some people might say like. No, fuck, I want to, you know, I want the Porsche, that $90,000 Porsche. And yeah, yeah, fuck it, man, I earned it. I I get it. It's just a personal thing. So with all the rules that we've set on ourselves to fuck getting a good, fun car, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm all right, actually, with American the American-made car, 
Which car would you have? Well, the car I said yeah. uh, was the uh, my old Wagoneer that I used to have that I... This, the gas mileage was so bad, and I thought, you know, I'll get a new one when when I when the, when it won't have to be my only car. But I had a 1990 Wagoneer, which doesn't seem like it would could look it be, like. Oh, it, I don't know. It could be an old car. I thought it had to be made today. Oh no, no, it could be any car. Oh, any American car made a- ever. Oh, you're right. Maybe it does have to be. Well, I don't know. It's go. my game. Oh. I, you know what? It could be both ways. How about there's two questions? One, it could be any car, and then two. Oh, forget. So it. if it had to be a new car, okay. And gas wasn't an issue. Nothing was an issue, but it has yeah, to be yeah. an American made. Okay, I think I would get. You know what? I have a Prius, and I really like it, and I don't miss having trucks. But maybe some of it had to do with the environment. I'd like to think I'm environmentally friendly, but it was also ninety bucks to fill it up. It started to, you know, it was a little mm-hmm. much. It was like that was. You know, I feel like every time I took money out of the bank, yeah, I was, but even your truck wasn't an American-made. No, no, I'm saying the car I'm about to mention oh. doesn't get great gas mileage. Even oh, though okay. I drive a Prius now, you think, geez, he's really. But I don't know. I really like the uh, Suburbans. <laughs> oh, you do? I do. I, really? Maybe I get a Tahoe. Really? Yeah, for long oh, trips. Well, I did like, not see that coming. I know. I so, did not see that coming. You know. Huh. But if it, if it, but first of all, here let me point this out. In your scenario, gas doesn't matter. In my real scenario in life, like for some reason, if I did win a car, gas would mean something to me. I just it would be hard for me to rationalize guzzling all that gas mm-hmm. when I don't need it at all. I get it, so I probably wouldn't get one. But if I really had, like, if they said that car could be hybrid and get like it's hybrid, but that means mm-hmm. instead of getting ten miles, it gets eighteen. But if it was just like. Yeah, you can have that car. It gets 100 miles at a gallon or whatever. It's an, they're electric or whatever. Yeah, then I would get... I like the top. What about space? It's so giant. Like, didn't you ever get annoyed when you were yeah, trying to find a parking spot or a movie theater or whatever, yeah. and there's some asshole, you know... Yeah. I used to have a... You know, always had, like, big cars until my Prius, and you just... You got used to it. You just... You know, it, it became part of when you were driving. Yeah, I used to leave notes on people's cars, because I always have my, my notepad in my car. And for a while, it was like a good year period where I would rip out a page and I would write something on it. Yeah, that's it's. I, I don't want to. Annoying, I know. No, no, no. It's it's it says. I mean, I'm sure I do something equal. It's very you know easy for me to point out that you know oh that was probably. Oh, by the way, I know it's not healthy. I know yeah, it was just like it's so neuro- it, it it's not who you are. Like it's like you left a note. Uh, yeah, you it never. Was, it's always when it was my. It was like I stopped throwing phones. But then I started writing yeah. notes. It's it's so it's it you we both know what it is and we I can't put my finger on it, but it says a lot about that person. By the way, there are exceptions. I've a few times parked really close to my neighbor's you know driveway, so it's hard for them to back out. And this has happened like two weeks ago. They they proved you can leave a nice note. Right. Hey, I don't want to be that neighbor, but if you could do me a favor, and you right. read it, and you're like, it's a warm note. That's not what I'm but, talking. But about. when you get those notes, I know that's not what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, thanks a lot for fucking blocking the driveway, and maybe next time you inconsiderate piece of fucking shit, you horrible human being. Yeah, those people that write those letters, <laughs> they should. They're probably gonna put a bullet through their head that night anyway. So, uh, uh, anyway, uh, so anyway, um. Okay, so, um, you know what I was thinking would be funny? What if somebody went to see Tom Wilson's show, <laughs> it's never too late for a callback, and they were the people, like, that he talks about in his act, like, you know, would you, th- would you, would you, would you take a picture, would you look real mean, would you call my friend a butthead on his answering machine? So, so we're like, well, I was like, oh my god, we should take a picture with Tom Wilson. Yeah. 
You should ask him. Yeah, like, and then you're in the audience while he's singing the song, and then, but you know, I don't know. You'll, you'll get the bit. Maybe we'll do it for a minute. When I'm oh. in a plane or I'm on the street, there's a lot of things people that I like to meet. Sounds, sounds nice. Never ask my name. Right. I start asking questions that are always We asked saying, him hey, a question. What's Michael J. Fox like? He's nice. That's what I said. What's Michael Ooh. J. Fox like? Nice guy. And that's what you said. Michael yeah. J. Fox like he's an alien. Well, now what? This guy's being a dick. I went to the bar mitzvah of my nephew. Jeff. I heard that's Jewish. Jewish. I'm not Jewish. No, oh, he's not like Jewish. Jewish. He just likes to nosh. I heard. Uh, you heard this? Started to pray when the rabbi oh, leaned over and I heard him say, "Rabbi Yichmah." Was that? Oh. No, it wasn't. Was that real manure? No. Oh, I didn't know that's what they were talking about. It's a movie. He doesn't stop asking. Hey. Rabbi It's a man of cloth. Can we take your picture? Come on, look me. Would you call my friend a butthead on his My mom said that to him. Yeah. She said voicemail, you prick. I went to my doctor. My doctor said, hey, what does a key grip do? So? Yeah. What does the best boy do? Help the key grip. What does a producer do? I don't know. Stop asking me the question. Do you all hang out? together no we don't hey i just wanted to know never talk to him that's a horrible tone in your voice stop asking me questions hey who's the nicest famous all right check this out everybody what we're gonna do now is gary Busey. i can't hear that all over again um i want to wake up every morning with a passion i want to wake up with a smile on my face and be able to say I love what I do. Here's the guy who the, they hired the wrong voiceover guy for this ad. I want to wake up every morning <laughs> with a passion. I want to wake up with a smile on my face and be able to say I love what I do. The talk last show! <laughs> I don't, that wasn't worth it. Um, Let's take a break. Flying in a plane or I'm on, on the street Shut up There's a lot of things People that I like to meet They shake my hand And never ask my name And they start asking questions That are always the same Hey, what's Michael J? This <laughs> is funny to play Seriously, do you know who this is? Yes, stop, I do Rosier Donald Oh my god Yeah I'm the dumbest guy in the world I forget I told you You're really good Okay, we're gonna take a real break Yeah Take a break. Really? How much time do you think we did? Oh my God, fifty minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's just go in for. Let's start going up for the close. Let's take a break and compose our thoughts. I, I, you know, figure out. Because you know, we still have auditions. We have three people waiting outside. They want to come in and sing. Yeah, I know. Plus, like, we have a clip of uh, the news guy we want to play. No, that's going to be me doing it. That's. I know, playing along. It's also going to be you pushing the soundboard for the people trying to audition. Why yeah, but, but be, we don't have a clip. Why of do I have to no, play no, along no. with your bit? No, mine makes sense. We're not acting for the bit like we're rolling that in. It's just me doing it. I'm going to go, okay, here's the uh, rate. I went to the store the other day. Well, okay, we'll be right back with this. Right, well, don't, can should, I, throw can I play a jingle as we go to break? Go ahead. What do you want to play? Let's put a little time into this. We don't have to rush. Let's talk with the people. You know, the people are with us right now. You have to calm down. People, uh, you know... Well, we got to hurry up because Mark Maron's coming up next. Yeah, Mark Maron's coming up. Mark sits down with, uh, <laughs> I wish I could think of somebody. So whoever, Why can't you think wh- of somebody? Whatever listener. You can't think of a comedian. Well, but then he would have this week. Mark sits down with, uh, with Mark Maron coming up at night. Good episode right after us. Mark Maron sat down with 
um, uh, this, the guy. I'm going to leave you hanging. Oh, Mark Marin sat down with, I'm trying to think, with Gallagher. <laughs> and Gallagher walks off. Uh, that's with Mark Marin coming, coming up right up after next. us. After that, uh, Chris Hardwick Chris talks Hardwick to John Hamm. Talks to John Hamm, so stay tuned. All right, so listen, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't, don't leave me here. Oh, my God. Look, you are going to shit in your pants. Look out the hotel window. Look out the window. Yeah, I'm looking. Okay, what do you see? That, what do you No, see? wait, who is that? That's that guy walking. Is that the guy? It's the guy sir! with the hair. Sir! Sir! Oh, my God. You... Open the window. Open oh, the window. Hold on. Sir! You, we're from the podcast in L.A. Hey! Buddy! Jay Leno's following him on a unicycle. <laughs> For, uh, an, an antique unicycle. What, what's the word we say? Oh my god, Jay Leno is driving a 1938 Dusseldorf. <laughs> hey everybody, it's me, Jay Leno. It's a 1938 tricycle. <laughs> First time on TV. <laughs> You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. We're, we're uh, in Lake Tahoe. It's a first. It's a simple show. We're in a hotel room, hanging out. We're going to order room service. We're gonna, we actually are going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we'll uh, we're going to wrap things up. Oh look. There's Jay. Here comes shaking. Look, 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 there's Jay. Oh my god, he's what is that? He's someone's pulling him in a 1918 red wagon. Oh, oh wait, wait, that's Jay on a horse. Oh my god, Jay Leto. That's the ultimate yeah. golf car. Yeah. Jay Leto. Jay Leto pulling up to the Nitro on a horse. Yeah. It's a 19. It's a 1922 horse. Uh, it's an 1837 Mustang. <laughs> it's a 1538 Dusseldorf. Uh, <laughs> God, are both, both of us too dumb to name another breed of a horse? Yeah, I, I, I once asked, I went to a horse show, uh-huh. and I asked where the if they had black horses. <laughs> the lady looked at me like I was off my rocker. Now I understand. It was like, sounded stupid. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> All righty, everybody. Oh, my God, here comes Jay Leno. He's he's rolling around in a hula hoop. He, he's pushing a, a wheel. He's just pushing a wheel. Oh, my God, Jay Leno's walking by. Are you doing all this just so Jay Leno will call you? Hey, Don't You know what? Watch your mouth. I don't need any lawsuits. <laughs> you try to make it look like your show's going to get, you, you know. You're, okay, so there we go. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. Hold on. We're good. We're good. Okay. So, um, by the way, I'm going to bring up something because we're, we're, we're going for the descent. By the way, that probably means we, we got 25 minutes left because uh, I know some people get upset. Um, I'm going to talk up? about this even though I know I talked about it to you off the podcast and, you, you know, you didn't, it didn't frustrate you as much. And it's so weird that's an old show. I'm just curious if anybody will email me and say they thought it. You don't, have to, you don't have to have a lot of thoughts about it, but what I'm about to tell you, maybe email me if you go, I used to think that. I, I'll tell you what, if one person did, I'd be happy. I get that it might just be me. But when I watched that old show on A&E, it was about Southwest Airlines. It's not that old. Uh, what, what you, uh, I'll, I'll back you up here. 
Okay. Uh, uh, when I watch that old show about Southwest Airlines, uh, where they show the customers and the interaction, well, it either shows the customer, you know, the employees, it only shows when they're nice. Now, I, I've never, I only saw it three times, but the customers, it shows obviously the nice customers, that's easy. And then they show the pain in the ass, crazy customers. Mm-hmm. But they don't show them ever being the assholes. And they are. All airlines sometimes, you know, it's all not. people. Yeah, I'm, I totally defend. Uh, what are the odds that Southwest only hires the most patient, yeah. uh, caring individuals? That really bothers me. It's, it's like disrespectful to the, going, you know what, don't, I would have been happier if the, if the uh, but obviously it didn't bother as many people as me. But here's what I would hope they would do at Southwest. They go, you know, like let's say you knew someone on the other end of the business and they went, yeah, well, they pitched us a show, but we went to Southwest actually with an idea. They wouldn't do it. You know why? They go, eh, we can't, we're not, we don't want to show our employees being assholes. We just don't want to show it. But it would be, we'd be assholes if we only showed the customers being the assholes. It, you know, it's just, it's, so we don't want to air. No, but they did. They go, yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll show um, our employees being nice. Whenever they're assholes, we'll edit that out. Whenever we have a customer, that's, an employee that's short with somebody or a customer that's just a flat up being an asshole, we'll edit that out. And uh, the, we'll just show the uh, customers being crazy lunatics. But thanks a lot. Anyway, all right, that's all. Email me if there's beef with Southwest. If there's anything, I don't want you to tell me a story about. Look at me, I'm getting very specific here. I don't want you to tell me about a problem you had with Southwest Airlines. That's different. I can't uh, can't be bothered with that. Email Todd. (laughs) Can you, when I say something sarcastic, you can't interrupt me because my next sentence is going to be, "I'm kidding." Oh Oh. Jesus! Edit this out. Um, No. I'm getting a little bit all over the place here. Okay. So here, no, I know what I was trying to say. Sometimes people go, you know, I was flew Southwest 20 years ago, and they didn't give me some peanuts. Great. All I want to know is if you uh, went, yeah, I used to think that when they showed that show. Like, I would casually maybe just mumble, uh, yeah, why don't you show the employees being assholes once in a while? Maybe. Let me know. Okay. Uh, there you go. And um, there's that. Cross we have, we have so many people waiting outside. They want oh, to come yeah, in here. Auditions? Yeah, they want to come in and. Uh, well, let's send. Let's send them in. Um. All right. Yeah, we could. Uh, okay, come on. Uh, what is your name? What Hi, you, everyone. Hey, how you so doing? I'm gonna play my version of Sweet Caroline by Elvis. And was inspired by the okay. version, so uh, I like it. There you go. Well, good luck to you. Seems like a nice. Uh... Oh, I hear this. Where to begin? Begin? I can't begin to know when. Yeah, begin. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Yes. It's, can you just say began, where it began? I mean, it sounded like you had good rhythm, but just say began. Say begin? Began, where it began, I can't begin to know one. No, 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 don't start all hi, over. Everyone. No, you don't have to say I'm hi, everyone. Play my oh. version of he doesn't my get that he doesn't have to say hi. Yeah, all right. Can you tell me it's Neil Diamond? It's Neil Diamond, by the way, but good luck. I like your, it's a beautiful guitar. Thank you. Where to begin? No, no, 
tell, talk to him because we're not making fun of you. It's just this. It's all this is is a uh, you know. It's a what do you call it? The, the language. It's like if I tried to speak. You, just, you seem to be mispronouncing begin, the word. Begin. Begin. Where it began. Begin. 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 Uh, just, just go. Just just play it again. Start from the beginning. No, 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 don't you know what this is? I'm going to play my version of Sweet Caroline by Elvis. Yes, we know. It's, we know. It's, 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 it's Neil Diamond. So I'll black it. Okay, well, good luck to you. Remember, just say where it began. We just want to see if you can do that. For this role, we need you to say it a certain way. I think you understand. Where it began. I like it. Wow. No, it's much better. I just wants to get rid of them. All right, who else? All right. You know what? Thank you. Thanks for coming in. Um, oh, what's this? Passed away. I want to let everyone know. I want to be one of those people that gets everyone on the phone in a in a throff. <laughs> Did you hear who died? <laughs> All right. Act like you don't care as much. I've, I've been there. I wanted to, you know, you call, guess who died? But you don't want to have it. Well, a, now with Twitter, that kind of took yeah, the place. It has. We can do a cover. Yeah. Johnny Cash. Um, walk the line. By okay. Cash. I like that. I like their look. Yeah. Good. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. Wait. I keep the ends out for the tie that binds. Because you're mine. I walk the line. No, 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 you don't get another turn. You don't get another turn. No, no, no. No, don't, don't. Uh, she's... Girls, girl, I'm, I'm sorry. Hold on, sir. It's not be game. Damn it, I try to be nice. like this song. Listen. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Let's, you know, we got time. Get yourself into a space. This song could be like, maybe if you're, you know, whatever you're doing, if you're having your sobriety, then you have a nice root beer. Hey, root beer's good. May pretend root beer is the drug. That's probably not good. Why? Because uh, the root beer is so good. Like, what if root beer was? Like, it, it, isn't it, the whole point of, like, you don't need anything? Yeah, I know. I don't mean, I look, I don't let Pretend me. root beer is heroin, everybody. Don't, don't, Come on. Don't, don't let me uh, interfere with your sobriety. I was trying to be helpful. Now I think I could be a hindrance. <laughs> so just, just do what you're doing. Just do what you're doing. It's, it's been working. Don't pretend anything's a drug. Well, I just meant, like, root beer is pretty good. <laughs> I know so, what you meant. Like, take root beer and little, teeny little... Uh, and inject it. And inject it in your mouth. <laughs> um, All right. Um, so, you know, listen. We can do a cover. I like yeah. this song. Just picture sitting in uh, a dark Walk room. Line by Johnny Cash. Okay. And, you're, and you have uh, one stick candle. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. Never mind. I was trying to do something. Yeah, I tried. No, no, don't look at my notes. Daniel's trying to rush me. He doesn't understand. You got to go in for these closes nice and slow. Nice yeah. and slow. I'm Philippe Kahn. 
and I created the camera phone. I'm Todd Glass, and I have a no, show. No, that's not going to work. Thanks. Have you, did, have you heard our ads before? Y- yes, I love them. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm the worst. Once I know I'm in a bit, and I'm self-aware. Oh, boy. Uh, oh boy. I'm Philippe Kahn, and I created the camera phone. I'm Todd Glass. No. no. no it's, it's, can, you, can you just play it cool? I want to wake up every morning. Oh, I see what you mean. Just talk like I'm talking now. Yeah, talk like a normal, cool guy. I get guy. it. I get it. Okay. I want to wake up every morning with a passion. Put Cocoa Pebbles! No, God. <laughs> this bit's horrible. It's so bad. All right, listen. What's this? Seriously. What is this? I'm not even joking around. I swear to God. When I'm flying in a plane or I'm on the street, there's a lot of... Okay, listen. Remember that time... When was the... What were, we were remembering something... Oh, I remember. Hey, Todd, what was that time we were, we were in Tahoe and we were trying to remember that thing? Oh, we, no, no, we were just sitting around remembering it. I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember yeah. that. Hey, Todd, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I was just thinking back to a time. You know, I was thinking, I've, I was just remembering the time. That... Hey, Daniel, how you been? What are you doing? Oh, Todd, remember that time you and I were doing the show? It's very, what if you got caught in a, in a, in a, in a memory vortex? Yeah. Would that be the right word? Sure. Sure, sure. You're like, who else is going to check up on us? Hey, Todd, you know, honestly, though, mm-hmm. do you remember that time when we were uh, driving up to the... Uh... Oh, my God, I do. We were sitting, I remember we were sitting in the comedy club, and we were just I sitting... I think you're supposed to... I remember it. Done by the time the music's done. I like, know I, it's a lot of work. <laughs> Whatever, Chris. Chris, I, I miss Chris. <laughs> hey, did you? Uh, is this your song? Hey, what do you? What do you look like? You're getting aggressive just because you see me playing this song. There was an old farmer who. What? What's wrong? Where'd you seem mad. Where'd you get this? You remember when you broke up with your ex-girlfriend? She said you left this uh, file in the drawer. She sent it to me. It was labeled. Songs Daniel wrote. That was supposed to be destroyed. Oh, you look really I, upset. What is I had a court order against that this song being can, released. Can I tell you the word out on the street? What? That you wrote this song to be really edgy and no, very you don't gritty. Understand. You don't understand. When I wrote this song, this was this was pushing the envelope. And, they, and then and then the fucking record label fucked it up. They they took it and they made it something safe and digestible that this society could enjoy. God forbid I push the buttons a little bit of what's acceptable, what's the norm. But no, no, no. It's just that we got each other. There's a lot going on. There was a lot going on. I'm glad you caught me. I, I was in a, it was an accident. I played three cues at once. <laughs> um, so... So you wrote this song. I go well, right back to the song. bit. I wrote the, well, you the, the original you version of the song. You mind if we stop it? Before they ruined it with their fucking bullshit. I've never seen you like this before, and I'm being serious. I, I, me too. Yeah, so so we're, hey, do you mind? I think this would be really cool for our listeners. I, mean, I would have to stop you and tell you what I... What, uh, is that the only way we they could change? Is that the only way we could do it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, they changed a few right, words. Let's do that. When we get to the part... I think I, I'm thinking even in my head now. I can think of some areas where they cleaned it up, but I don't. Well, you tell us. Okay, go ahead. So hold on. So uh, I love this song. I'm, I'm surprised. I'd love to hear the real version here. There was an old farmer who 
was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist. Cock. Shaking his... Cock. It was supposed to be cock. Cock? Yes. And oh, that is... Hold on. Hold on. Let me see if better? I can imagine it. Hold on. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his cock. That some boys. That makes total sense. Yeah, that's why I put rock in there. Because you know how long it took to find something that rhymes with cock? And then they take it. Wait a second. Three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh. So they take it. It's supposed to be cock. Theirs doesn't even rhyme. Yeah. Listen to this. Now, you might never notice this. They didn't have the brains to take out rock. Well, hey, if you want to put in take out cock, I get it. I get it. It's the middle of it. At least puts the effort to rhyme it. To rhyme it with Thank you. Listen to this. You're gonna by the way, if if you never heard this before, you'll notice it now. There's not a rhyme. It's so it's so absurd. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his some boys who Listen. were down by the creek, their feet in the water, their hands on their mar- on their marbles. But now that's right, right? No, it was supposed to be dicks. Wait, that doesn't even rhyme with marbles. I know. Oh wait, marbles wasn't in there. Well, hold on a second. So it's supposed it to be dicks? I think so. <laughs> oh. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow. That some boys who were down by the creek, their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and on their prick, on their dick. Oh, it's on their dick. And it's on their dick. They all had Jesus. one dick that they shared. Well, there was an old farmer who lived on the farmer's dick. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles. Oh, they had things and at half past four. There came a young lady, she looked like a whore. Young creature, she sat on the grass. She pulled up her dress and she showed them her and her pussy and everybody had fun she said she was learning was a new way hours. to bring up her children so they would not spit while the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and shit. Shit. from yesterday's hunt this is amazing in the meadow was rubbing her eyes her clit down by the dock no, i can't stop he it it stops like a man with a funny about this song what is that where, where is this from? I don't know. Well, it's that like they went through all that cleverness, but then they still said cunt essentially. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was like well, cheeky you know, balls and cock. I get it, but then they still said cunt. No, they never said cunt. I know, but they, but they insinuated. Did. Well, that's that's. I hope this makes sense. Yeah, that's why I think if you don't curse, like when people go he double hockey sticks. Well, if if, if it's in, it's still insinuating, it would be like saying. Oh, you know, I don't like JWs. Well, you're still that's still hateful. Louis C.K. said said it brilliantly. What? He said like you know when that when the lady on the news says the N word. Well, you're making me say it in my head. Yeah, <laughs> you're making me say it in my head. Hey, by the way, not to get we're going for the clothes, but you said something, and I ha- it's one of those things that I went. You just. It bothered me for a while, and the way you said it, you go, yes, you're right. So you know the way I set everything yeah. up. 
a little bit of teaser, then I go in from another angle, and soon this will all come full circle. So Daniel said something that resonated with me, and, and I'm going to go out of my way to overset this up. We're not talking about people, and again, it's not too serious. Well, it is a little, but then it's okay. Um, that I know there's people that genuinely don't like Obama. I get that. It's really important to point out. People that were so supportive when he got into office, even when he didn't do it right away. I'm not, by the way, this doesn't matter whether you agree with me or don't. It's just I'm just saying I know there's people out there. They don't like him, whether you agree or not. They at least don't like him for legitimate reasons. People that were very supportive in the beginning. And just they, you, know, we might not, you might not agree with them. You might go, I like him. But at least the reasons they list, okay, you legitimately don't like him. I get that. Not everybody that doesn't like Obama is prejudiced. I get Correct. it. There's people that don't have a prejudiced bone in their body, and they fucking just, they don't like him anymore. They're Correct. tired of it. But we're not addressing them. But for the people that their problem with him is the birth certificate, that's when Daniel said something that made so much sense. I don't know, I know why it bothered me, but why so much? It's like, alright, enough already. And then when it was really bad for me is when he finally showed it. Which, like was, he, which, bad which was bad enough. But you know what? Fuck it. He did it. So what? You do it and then they don't say anything. And then there's still Fucking pestering him. Yeah, I so believe... No, we're not even talking about the people who said it initially. I'll let that that's go. That's gone. It's the people that since he showed it, right. how, how much do we have to let go? Everybody that once he showed it went, oh, I still don't like him, but he was fucking born here. I'm not going to be a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like that person. Like, like I was know? looking for a legitimate reason. But obviously, but obviously it's not there. Yeah, there's other things I don't like about him, but I'm not going to be one of those assholes mm-hmm. that still... He showed it to us fucking. You got to let it go. Mm-hmm. But, but the people that went, no... Yeah, Daniel's right. You figured out. Go ahead, say it, Daniel. Yes. You figured out a way to call him a nigger. You don't have to agree or disagree. Well, you have to. Yeah, you do have to agree or disagree. Like, it's but so I blatantly think... disrespectful right. that you would ask a U.S. sitting president for his papers. Yeah. Let me see your papers. Yeah. Let me and see. By the way, show me proof that and, you belong. Yeah. And by the way, I don't. This is this. I don't feel that you have to respect the president. I never did. I said, no, you, he is accountable for his actions. You don't have to respect the president. But they, they say you have to respect the office. Yeah, but a lot of people say the president, who he's still the president of the United States. No, I don't, I hey, I'm not right. saying you should hurt him, but if you don't agree with him, you should speak and say whatever you want. But, but the problem was a lot of what I say those people were the ones that went when you didn't like Bush. And they went, he's still the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Even if you disagree, he's still our sitting president. Yeah, we're, we're They're the people, that. a lot of them, I guarantee you're going, where's your papers? Where's all that blind? Where's all that blind patriotism now? Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Anyway, but we. So all right, I think. I really do feel that way. Like it, it bothers me. I, you know, I, I like President Obama, and you know, it's just a full disclosure. But really, what it comes down to is, I like him against the other options. Yeah, there's stuff that I wish, you know, was. But you know, again, I assume he knows what he's doing, and he's the best option we have. Romney's patriotic. He is. I think. Um, he must be. Uh, oh, what's wrong? That clip's not working? No, what's wrong? Oh, I see. Hold on. There's no... In the country with a big fence oh out front. If he asked her politely, she'd on, show him good. her little pet dog who... Okay, now. <laughs> I said Romney's patriotic. Hmm. What's wrong? Not that patriotic. Yes. Hold on, everybody. Don't get nervous. I think it's the clip. I think it's the oh, speaker. 
It's the clip. Oh, I feel so much better now. All right, we're going in for the close now. Anyway, gotta, so... Hold um, on, hold I'm, on. Hold on. What do you know? Why is that it's not It's still playing? the clip. Oh, I know, I know. Okay, so, um, you know what? Oh. I have something for you. Oh, oh, okay. We did do. We, we ended up doing an hour and twenty five minutes. All right. Um, so there we go. We hope you have. I mean, <laughs> this was fun. If this works out and and we progress from here, this could really lead to some cool episodes. Where yeah, well, we could record on location and interview random people and and just have all sorts of amazing fun on this great show. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in the beginning stages of something new. What you're experiencing tonight, you're going to be able to say, I remember when they started doing the hotel shows. You could also be at the end stages of something that didn't work out. (laughs) Yes. We might never do a show outside the studio again. But you know what? I just want to leave you with a lot of good songs in your head. Hold on. Can you do that? Uh, the other day. Wait, wait, let's say goodbye. Okay, let's say goodbye. And I want you to do the news guy for literally as long as you can do it. I'm talking five minutes. Can you do the news guy for five minutes? Wait. Stop, stop. If I could talk to the animals, just imagine if you tried. Okay. Um, can you do the fun. news guy for how long? People like it. How long could you do the music? I don't know. I wish I had something in mind for it, but uh, I'll try to do it as long as I can okay, do it. This is as long as you can literally do it. Okay. Okay. And then we'll end with this song here, the okay. one I just had. Okay? Okay. I like and, to end uh, on a happy I'll song. I'll be in town for the next two weeks, so if you're having a party, call me. All right. Todd, uh, you, do you have anything to plug? Oh, we'll be in Tahoe. Yeah, this I'm gonna weekend. be. Uh, I'm gonna go to uh, one of my favorite places in Bloomington, going to next the Comedy week. Attic next week. Well, this well today's Friday, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be there this Thursday. Next Thursday, well, yeah, coming Thursday. Yeah, this coming Thursday. Yeah, yeah this coming Thursday, um, six days from now, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday we'll be doing the podcast out of there. So, so can you roll in? Jeff like Tate's going to be there with me and and some of the local guys. Josh Cox. I said your name on my podcast. Shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. Oh my god. He said my name on his podcast. You shut shut the fuck up, everybody. Play the podcast again. Douglas said my name. Oh god damn it. God motherfucking damn it. Fuck me up my ass. This is how happy I am. This guy sounds fun. <laughs> Josh is fun. <laughs> I was. That's me imitating him. You want to roll in the news guy? Don't Do you have push like a thing me. You can Do roll in with? not push me, Daniel. Do not talk about how maybe you got into a fight with your producer. Voila, voila, de chambre, Marquis. No, no, no. We're done with the audition, sir. Oh, sir. Bueno, aquí estoy en España. That's a caller. Yeah, go ahead, caller. Tres meses más o menos. Well, they like the talk last show. Cada día. They said, Daniel, <laughs> they love when you say I'm funny no, to party. No todo el día, pero he thinks Katie's got nice tips. Oh, that's uh, yeah, that con- you know what? Not nice. I can't edit this either, so what am I saying shit like that for? Okay, so, All right, so yeah, that's the radio guy. Okay, I'll end with the radio right, guy. so let's see how long you can go. It's, um, go. Well, there we go. Through the night. It's, uh... Hitting up on the 3 o'clock hour. And uh, I didn't open up the show with this because I thought 
that maybe I wouldn't talk about it. I thought maybe as much as I'm an open book, and I've said it before on the show many times, (laughs) that there are certain things out of respect to my family that uh, I would not talk about on this show. And that's the way it was going to be. I did my first hour. We did two hours. As you know, we're approaching the third hour here at 3 a.m. in the morning in the uh, Ballot Kinwood Studios, high top, the Renaissance Building, which, by the way, is going to celebrate its 400th anniversary this week, but uh, not to digress. So I go into my producer, Danny Kino, and I told him as we're about ready to get back on the air, the problem I had been having, and he did he think that maybe I should leave it between me and my closest of friends, not to exclude the listening audience from that list, but I think you know what I'm talking about. And this was a personal thing that I didn't know if that I was, quite frankly, ready to share with the audience. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not getting arrested. I'm not moving, and the show's not ending. I'm not baiting you with anything, trying to make you think it is anything more. But I felt that maybe I did something wrong, uh, not illegal. Just, I didn't think it was right. And I had kept it to myself for quite some time. And I wanted to deal with it. I wanted to be honest with my neighbor and tell them how it all happened. And he told me that I should share it with the audience because he said it would resonate with a lot of people out there and a lot of people had done it. My neighbor, who I've lived next to for 13 years, we've never had an argument, never gotten into a fight, always good neighbors, they say, moved in, put a pie on my front doorstep. I just... And... On the other side of me, there's another neighbor that I have also gotten along with a long time. Matter of fact, he's on the LAPD. He's a good guy. I like having him live next door to me. You know that that there's a cop next to you. It feels good. But the problem comes from my new neighbors that just moved in behind me. I share my back wall. And they have a dog. And I like dogs. That barks. And barks. And barks. And barks. And I am going out of my mind. Now, let me get a little bit ahead of myself here so you don't think I did anything that you can judge me for. I didn't do anything to the dog, obviously. I'm a big dog fan, and when people leave their dogs outside, I always think it's not the dog's fault. The dogs are bored, they bark, but I'm angry with the people that let them be in distress. Uh... And I had had it. I had had it, and I didn't know what to do. The mistake I made was I asked them a month ago if they could maybe bring their dog in during the day because I'm sleeping because of the radio show. Now they knew that it bothered me. (laughs) And oh, the mistake that was. I should have never said anything. Matter of fact, one time he asked me if the dog was barking when I was putting up the wall behind my house. He asked me if it bothered him because two other neighbors had complained. 
And I should have said, no, not at all. I should have been his buddy. And then I should have done anything I wanted. He would have never suspected it was me. But I knew that I had voiced my opinion about the dog. <laughs> enough where he would remember. So one afternoon, frustrated, you're not going to believe what I stooped to. And I knew they knew when I told them the look on his face. And what will be the look on yours when I tell you how I handled it? And we'll be back right after this. That was fun. Like we said, you know, we never did a show in the hotel room, so be gentle, please. Uh, we had to deal with the technical end of it, but that was I, 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 that was a lot of fun. That could lead to some fun shows in the future, being able to just take this thing on the road with us. So, um, all right, everybody. Bye. Bye. I would converse in polar bear and python, and I would curse in fluent kangaroo. If people asked me, can you speak rhinoceros? I'd say, of course, sir, us. Can't you? Now leaving Nerdist.com.